Spurs fam, what's going on? A beautiful Saturday here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. It's 57 degrees. Not a cloud in sight. No complaints here from beautiful Colorado Springs. Uh, I'm doing a, a podcast today. Um, wanted to talk some Spurs, some black and silver basketball. Um, so anyway, yeah, hopping on and wanted to just talk the week um, that was in Spurs basketball, which was actually a pretty good week. Um, the last time I did a podcast, last Friday going into the weekend, we had won two straight. And I was saying, man, I hope next time I get on, we're coming off of a, a little winning streak. And sure enough, that's what we're doing. Um, the Spurs have looked good. Um, you know, not great. Uh, I won't overblow things, but uh, we've looked good the past, uh, I'd say, five games, um, six games. And we dropped a stupid one in the middle of the week, but. Um, other than that, we had some pretty impressive wins. Um, it was fun watching LaMarcus kick Utah's ass. Um, <clears throat> and then um, the other, I guess, not news per se, but um, last week LaMarcus Aldridge was named co-player of the week, for, or at least for the Western Conference. LeBron was the Eastern Conference player of the week. But uh, it's always cool to see LaMarcus get his comeuppance. You know, he's been so good this year. He averaged 35-9 in two blocks a game. Uh, in that span last week to get him the you know, Western Conference Player of the Week, and there's some there's some studs in the West. So you, if you're getting named Player of the Week, you're doing something right. So um, anyway, yeah, in the absence of Kawhi, like we've talked a million times this year, it's been really cool to see Lamarcus step up and you know you know show Spurs fans like, yo, I got you. You know this has not been the year you expected as fans, but I'm gonna come out and battle every night. And that's all you can ask. You know you just want to see your guys. Uh, out there competing. So yeah, uh, let's move on. Um, where do I think we finish in the West? If I were to to put money on it, I would assume we we s- end up somewhere in the um, uh, four or five spot. Uh, right now we're fourth. Um, we had uh, the Pelicans lose last night to the Cavs, which was big for us. They dropped them down to eight. Um, so anyway, uh, I think we're going to be playing the Thunder the first round. Um, the best possible scenario for us would be to play uh, Minnesota because they're down Jimmy Butler, and even if he does come back, he's been hurt for you know going on almost two months, month and a half, two months. So uh, just as far as rust goes, that's who I would want to see. Um, there's no one really that really worries me too much. You know, obviously you don't want to play the Rockets first round. Uh, that means you're an eight seed, or even the Golden State, just because of all the firepower they have. Now, if we're getting Kawhi back, I'd love to play those teams first. Um, I'd love to be an eight seed and be the, the team that knocks off the Rockets. Because let's face it, um, I, I read some stat like Pop's like 11 and 0 against um, uh, D'Antoni. So like, if if you're a, a Rockets fan, you're confident that you guys have played well with your three-point gimmick, but you're not, you can't be that confident against my Spurs. There's a little bit of doubt. Don't remember, or don't forget, this is a, we're coming off less than a year ago where Mato Ginobili sealed the series by blocking James Harden, and then James Harden came out and was a no-show in that next round, so, or that next game, and really, you know, quite a disappointment if you're a Rockets fan, because in all honesty, they should have beat us. Uh, We were hobbled, we had no Kawhi that game, so... Anyway, if you're a, a Rockets fan, that has to be a little troublesome. Um, so, yeah, that, that's just who I want to play uh, first, personally. Um, I'm saying Timberwolves. But, yeah, as a Spurs fan, just assume that we're going to be in the four or five spot. Um, that's best-case scenario, um, in my opinion. I, I don't, 
I guess Portland could shit the bed these last couple of games and we could possibly sneak in at a third spot, but that's kind of highly unlikely to me. It's just we don't – I don't think we're going to win out, and that's what we need. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, the, tomorrow a huge game on ABC. Um, anytime we go on national TV, I feel like we play pretty well. Uh, but we play the Rockets tomorrow. Um, no Kawhi. I just read the Spurs um, injury report for tomorrow. And Kawhi is still out for his usual, um, you know, the injury management. And I also read this morning Kawhi went back to New York today to go get reevaluated um, just regarding his injuries. So uh, I'm interested to see if that's something that's going to, um, you know, be a, a, a talked about headline storyline the next two, three weeks, or do we get Kawhi back and it's finally put to rest and, you know, maybe we get him two or three games before the playoffs, let him get his legs underneath him a little bit, let him run around. You know, it's good to be out there. Nothing prepares you for games other than games. I've, I've said that for a million years and I'll stick by it. You know, you can't practice your way into game shape. It's just impossible. There's too much going on on the NBA floor to really, you know, give yourself a real, um, you know, uh, litmus test as far as, you know, the way you feel in shape. Like, you got to get out there. You got to run up and down the court. You know, it, there's just nothing else that will get you ready. And I, I think that's most sports, maybe other than baseball. In baseball, you're not really moving all that much anyway. But uh, football and basketball, you got to be out there. You got to play your way into shape or else it's going to be rough. Um, and then, let's see. Um, I, what is our final regular season record going to be? Uh, I hate to do this, but I think we're going to win 49 games. I think we're going to finish one game uh, outside of the 50-win mark, which I've said multiple times I want us to continue. It's a, it's a good look for Spurs fans. It's always something to hang your hat on. Like, you know, the Spurs care enough every year that they're going to practice and play um, hard enough to where there's a chance or we can get that 50-game um, win streak. Again, I don't think this is the year. Just, you know, having your best player out and even being in the conversation uh, shows how great uh, the Spurs are and how awesome of a coach we have and how he gets his guys ready, gets his guys ready no matter what. Um, that's pretty rare, especially now- nowadays in the NBA. So, um, And then finally, um, <laughs> this is kind of a fun thing more. Um, who is your all-time Spurs Mount Rushmore? Um, me and my dad have had this conversation, my brothers, uh, Tyler, before. Um, so I'll give you their perspective first. I believe I'm, I'm right on this. Their Mount Rushmore, so your top four Spurs all-time, um, they said Timmy, Robinson, Tony Parker, and George Gervin, which is a hell of a list. Like, you're not doing – there's there's no wrong answer to this, but – Personally speaking, uh, my top four Spurs all time, and this is probably partially generational, but um, it's Tim Duncan, number one. There were no rings in San Antonio before uh, Mr. Duncan, Mr. Fundamental, the old man Riverwalk showed up and brought his class, his um, you know dry, not flashy brand of basketball to San Antonio. Um, things, you know, ever since then, things have been different. We have five rings now um, in San Antonio. So he's easily number one. Uh, number two, David Robinson. There'd be no Tim Duncan without David Robinson, in my opinion. David set the uh, the stage for how to act like a pro. He really ushered in the uh, the class era. And 
really gave uh, David Robinson a great foundation to learn from. Um, I think Tim, there, Tim Duncan would have been really, 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 really good no matter what team he went and played on. But I think the um, the class of David Robinson and the uh, temperament really allowed um, Duncan to learn and come in and feel anxiety and pressure free as a rookie, uh, which, I mean, think about, like, the rookies coming in next year. They're going to Phoenix and the Kings and uh, right away now in the NBA, it's like, you better win or, you know, you could be shipped out in three years after your rookie contract's up. So anyway, um, a lot of credit needs to go to David Robinson and what he did for uh, a young Tim Duncan setting the table for his success. Uh, number three, it, it has to be Tony Parker, um, TP uh, Finals MVP. Um, there were even a couple of years, like in 2012, 13, 12, kind of that area, where uh, Jalen Rose and some of the Bill Simmons, some of the guys were saying that um, during the finals that Tony Parker was the second best player in the world. So um, I, I don't know if I go that far per se. Uh, Tony really um, got the most out of his ability. The guy was, you know, incredible. Uh, he took a few years. He had to work with Chip England to get that jump shot going. But um, I'd say from the year 2006 on, Tony's never looked back. Uh, 2005 was the last year that in the finals, Tony, he didn't struggle per se, but he just didn't play as well as he did leading up to the finals and the playoffs. And that was kind of a big um, knock against him as, you know, he's going to shrink in the playoffs. Well, that's gone. Tony, that's, that was that, that issue um, shrank pretty quick in, from 2006 on. 2007, he won the finals of uh, MVP and was just really incredible. And then um, in 2013, um, he was the driving force behind that. Uh, that trip to the finals where Ray Allen saved LeBron James's career um, with that lucky ass shot. But anyway, um, so Tony's my third spot. The guy's just awesome. And then um, fourth, like I said, my dad and my brother have Gervin. Man, I, I personally, I don't know how you leave Monogen Hopefully off of the, the all-time list. I, I know um, Gervin was a huge piece of the early, you know, ABA Spurs um, the baseline bums, all that, you know, it's, it's a big deal there in San Antonio, but, um, I think two of our rings would not be there if it wasn't for, um, uh, Ginobili. Um, and he brings such a cool international flair now before it used to be, you know, every once in a while, but now it's almost every game. You look around the stands, um, pregame and there's nothing but, um, Australian, um, Argentinian fans lining up to meet their, their guy. And, um, so anyway, he just brings kind of a cool rock star flair. Um, don't get me wrong, George Gervin, the Iceman, is a NBA Hall of Famer, a legend, um, just one of those people um, I don't think gets talked about enough. And the farther we get away from that era, the more people will forget, which sucks. But the guy was <laughs> so special. Um, so anyway, uh, love, 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 love all my Spurs. But just personally, those four would get my... Um, my marker and uh, another interesting thing. Let's say Kawhi stays with the Spurs this next offseason. Let's say he wins one more ring. Um, I think Kawhi has to be put up in there. Um, but we're a long way away from there. So anyway, um, those are my my uh, my Mount my Spurs Mount Rushmore. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm gonna get out of here. Um, it's a beautiful day. I'm gonna go do something fun. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to get on here and uh, talk a little Spurs with my Spurs fam. So uh, if you like the podcast, share all that good stuff. 
Um, tomorrow, like I said, we play the Rockets. A huge game. If you're available to watch, it should be on ABC primetime uh, right in the middle of the afternoon, like 1 o'clock or so, 2 o'clock, uh, right after you get home from church and you've had your Easter meal or whatever. Flip on the Spurs and watch some Spurs basketball if you get a chance. So, anyway, I uh, hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy um, the Easter weekend with your family. Uh, I sadly am not spending it with my daughter this weekend, so I'm spending it tomorrow with my Spurs <laughs> and my family, uh, my immediate family. So, anyway, happy Easter. Um, let's hope when I jump back on here next week, we're talking uh, Spurs wins, not Spurs losses. A win against the Rockets would be huge for us especially considering where we are in the season. So anyway, go Spurs, go. Uh, Like and share. Y'all the best. Later.